Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's your boy Johnny Bananas, and I'm going to be covering a brand new season of the Challenge USA on CBS that, of course, I will be completely dominating on my podcast, Death Taxes and Bananas, on the Ringer Reality TV podcast. Head over to that feed and follow us on Spotify so you never miss an episode. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Welcome to Jam Session. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm Amanda Dobbins. Amanda, welcome back from your vacation. How was it? It was great. I saw you three times. I know. Uh, so <laughs> that was very special. Two of them were planned. One was just serendipitous, uh, the magic of the summer. And uh, I also went to the beach. That was great. Read some books. I don't know if I have a ton to report book-wise. A couple recommendations, but I'll save them for a fall roundup. I don't know. Okay. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Um, I'm I'm making my way through a very long book, which I haven't done in a while. Uh, I'll also save that for our fall roundup. So teaser, I'm great. To quote the great uh, Kathleen Kelly, or to paraphrase, don't you just love New York in the summer? She said fall, <laughs> but I'm saying summer, <laughs> which is where I ran into you on the street, much like Joe and Kathleen. Yes. Have you seen, there's like a, I don't know whether it's a TikTok or an Instagram reel, or it, it's probably a TikTok posted to an Instagram real for the olds, uh, of one of which I proudly am. That's like starts with that scene of Meg Ryan and you've got mail. And then it's just like fall fashion inspo from late nineties movies. Oh wow! on the one hand, I'm like, yes, obviously. And on the other hand, I'm like, I don't understand. TikTok is just redoing things that you and I and our generation discovered 20 years ago. And like, that's cool. Like, welcome, but also, like, come on. I've been thinking a lot about rom-coms lately, because uh, on Bachelor Party, Jared Freed and I were talking about our expectations for Golden Bachelor. And I was saying that, like, the only way I can really, like, think about what Golden Bachelor is going to be is through the lens of Nancy Myers. And I'm just like, all I can see is it's complicated and something's got to give. And so that has, like, renewed the conversation in my head with myself about how much my view of the world is impacted by Nora Ephron and Nancy Myers. And so, yes, I don't need an Instagram reel to tell me about fashion. I have every skirt and tight combo from Kathleen Kelly and You've Got Mail seared into my brain. 
Let me just say right now, though, that if the Gap wants to reissue those exact khakis and cardigan sets, oh. like I am available for to consume that product. I just I just grabbed my phone because I wanted to tell you, but probably my biggest online news is that I um, started following a new account called. <laughs> Lost J Crew, which is just have you? Oh have yeah, you followed oh this? yeah. Lost J Crew, it's it's iconic. It's oh, really I, really special stuff. It was new to me, and I was like, wow, yeah, J Crew was great in the nineties. Um, this is incredible because we have like a very stacked episode, including <laughs> like breaking Wag of the Christie news on the cover of British Vogue and a bunch of other stuff. But like, it is true that the most important update is that Juliet started following LostJCrew.com. <laughs> well. I feel great about it. And I obviously just look for the Dawson's Creek um, issue, which I think was probably, they probably started there. I remember when that specific catalog arrived Me too. at my home. Yeah. So and I was like, I, re- I was in the kitchen. Yeah. Same. And it was just, it's really, really very formative. Um, anyway, you want to talk get- about Wag of the Christie? I sure do. Um, British Vogue. Their September cover story just dropped. Digital, digital, digital. Cover. Sorry, digital okay. cover. My bad. Well, I believe that the real cover they're sharing with American Vogue, which is all the supermodels, airbrush to hell. I right. don't know what's going on with that cover. I'm very excited for the docu series about Cindy and Christy and Linda and and Naomi. How did I forget Naomi? But that is not a good shoot. That's what I have to say. Um, I have no thoughts about it. But we do have a lot of thoughts about the digital cover, which came out today, with the absolutely incredible URL, which I would just like to read. Vogue.co.uk forward slash article forward slash Colleen hyphen Rooney. And this is Colleen Rooney telling her side of Wagatha Christie to the one and only Giles Hattersley, who is like the feature, the, the lead profile writer for British Vogue. Colleen Rooney... Uh, you all hopefully know is the wife of English footballer Wayne Rooney, who um, in 2019 accused, and then I think we can say proved that Rebecca Vardy was leaking private information about her to the Sun. Um, and Colleen, this art- Colleen accused, not Wayne. sorry, sorry, Colleen accused, and then I think proved in court that Rebecca Vardy was in cahoots with the Sun. And the sun is the menace of all of our great British celebrities, the royal family, Colleen Rooney, all of them. Amanda, did you learn anything new from Colleen Rooney's sit down with Giles Hattersley? I sure did. Number one, she's got four chandeliers in her formal living room, which she never uses. Relatable. Currently living out alone as well. At least the last part, not the part about uh, the having the four chandeliers, which I think he describes as like the size of a, a footballer or similar. Great profile writing. I will agree with you. Shout out Giles Hatterley. I, I actually didn't say it was great. Oh. I, I don't think it's great. I don't like his writing. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I, I thought that it had the right amount of situating her in the moment and commenting on the moment personally. This we'll is come not... back to, we'll come back okay. to him. But what what else did you learn? I think that just I just want to get through our the facts. How Colleen Rudy wrote the now infamous Instagram post uh, with its dot 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 Rebecca Vardy's account. Uh, she which, claims which is? she she did it. She was home alone and she had finished her online investigation and seen <laughs> a, a flooding the a piece in the sun about flooding that she'd made up to kind of bait Rebecca Vardy into 
selling it to the sun. And she was home alone and everyone went to bed and she got out a pencil and paper. She likes a pencil with an eraser and wrote the post. She says she did not consult with Wayne, her husband, with friends, with family, or she says with a lawyer, even though the post is just perfectly worded in terms of legal liability. But I guess she just, she knew that intuitively. And then she posted it the next day. She, she went to bed, she slept on it and posted it the next day. Colleen Rooney's um, like description of her own life really is like, uh, I feel like this could be the beginning of a great um, Julianne Moore role of like a woman isolated. It's just like all of her stories are like, I was alone. Wayne wasn't home. I consulted no one. It's just like <laughs> kind of sad. Yeah. Um, that was the the pencil and paper and her emphasis on the rubber eraser was really special. Um, just it's the simple joys, you know, it's like it's one using a pencil underneath four crystal chandeliers that are so right. giant. So uh, another something else I learned and enjoyed um, Colleen has asked where she was when the verdict came down that she had not defamed Rebecca Vardy and thus Rebecca and that she won her court case. And she said that I believe the quote is so my eldest was doing a campaign for Puma, which is just very special. And the, she was just in the car and she took the call and then somewhere, I believe in Manchester, I don't know, and and cursed for a while, as she said. Love it. Soccer, football, as they say, is a major focus of this article. Two of her children are in the Manchester United Academy. So like they're training to become Man U footballers. Her husband is um, Wayne Rooney, as discussed, and he is the manager of the DC United MLS club. Um, one of her other kids is like in school. She's got four boys. Uh, football looms large. I, I will say my favorite part of this article, and I feel the reason that she really wanted to do it because get, get ready. This is the beginning of the Colleen Rooney. Right. Press yes. Tour. She has a yeah. three episode docuseries coming to Disney plus, which I will absolutely devour. I, I cannot wait. Um, and she's got a memoir coming as well. So there's a lot more of her to come, but I felt a really special part of this was the length at which she went to make sure that she was able to um, posit that Rebecca Vardy has like had her sights set on Colleen Rooney for a long time and wanted to get famous and um, you know, drift off of the Colleen Rooney fume Colleen Rooney fumes and like right. referred to a few different instances where she thought that perhaps Colleen Rooney was or she thought Rebecca Vardy was like de- deliberately trying to be seen ne- near her to get famous, including sitting behind her at the um the Euros, which is a no-no based on um all the wag power of Team England. So I just, um, you know, I felt this was an important sort of like opening statement for the second act of Colleen Rooney. And what a delight. Thank you so much, British Vogue. Here we are in the depths of August. We really needed this. Completely delightful. It definitely sounds that she's like now her all four kids are in school. So she is just going to start a complete influencer like campaign. Also, her husband lives in the States and they they are still married. And as she says, there's still love there, but also, you know, what everything that's gone on, which is it's been troubled and it's been documented. It is true. Well, before uh, Wagatha Christie, Colleen Rooney was was quite famous, essentially because Wayne Rooney famously cheated on her. Um, And he was sort of like the de facto, like Randy footballer of, I would say, the 2000s and 2010s. So 
it's not great. It's not really what... She, if I were her, I also would be, like, pumping out content to, to change my yeah. Google search results. Like It's It's a great strategic move. And then she won the case, so now she can pivot into just selling you... You know, I don't know. What do you think she's going to try to sell? Clothing line? Uh, makeup? I feel like these these British these gals days, are, are really into makeup. makeup. Also, yeah. it's sort of like liquor and makeup seem to be the highest uh, profit margin. So liquor probably as well. Also, maybe like Tupperware, something for like a mom who okay. has f- four footballing children. Okay. So like you think there's going to be like a mom extension and then a fashion extension, but maybe more beauty than fashion. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I think. But I think she looks lovely in these photographs. Yeah, sure. Styled in Prada and such. Yeah, she looks good. Let's get back to the writer, Giles. We've talked okay. about quite a few of his British Vogue profiles here on Jam Session over the years. My problem with Giles is that he's too present. I don't really care about him. And I just, like, the first two paragraphs of this piece were about him pushing the button to get into her house. And I understand there's, like, a craft of profile writing. And also, this is, like, a particularly British approach to it. And this is, like, a slightly different style. But I just really, I find it off-putting. I'm just like, dude, I don't care about you. Is Giles the one who hung out with Adele? Yes. So are we just uh, placing some some jealousy and some wanting no. to hang out with Adele? It's no, okay. I, did, I didn't like it then either. I don't know. I just, I find his voice so uh, intrusive. Um, I think it's funny. I, I sometimes think that it, I don't always like that form of profile writing. But to me, this situated me in a time and place. And also, I would just argue that... Like, she he, deserves it. <laughs> well, he doesn't... He gets some good quotes out of her, but I don't know that I would say Colleen Rooney is like, you know, a professional quote giver as her number one profession. So sometimes you kind of got to fill in with what you're given. And I do want to know everything about their house. And I do want to know about how you access the gate and whether there's security or like, you know, how many levels of people there are between him and Colleen Rooney. So, you know. He promised more details about the house, and I didn't think we got enough. Multiple kitchen islands, I noted. And Colleen Rooney loves a neon sign, <laughs> uh, which is just a wonderful and pass. I was like, no, so I, understand Jenner. A, I understand a lot about this house now. You know, that's that's really <laughs> all I needed. Um, <sighs> organizing the kids' drawers with, you know, names on each of them is just some smart mom tips. Maybe you're right. Maybe she should go into mom stuff. Uh, I felt like I had a sense. I, it's true. I don't know enough about the furniture. Yeah. It was it was just very Instagram level. So, you know, we weren't getting designers. We weren't getting like, here's the custom thing I spent a ton of money on that's really stupid. You know, I just love to know about the, the, the custom build of the celebrity. So maybe that'll come next, though. Um, can we move on to another story? Absolutely. We didn't have this next on our rundown, but I'm, I'm dying to discuss oh, it. Okay. Sophia Bush is getting divorced. Oh, boy. And this was about 13 months ago, 53 weeks ago, I would say, perhaps a little bit more, we discussed her outrageous spread in vogue about her um, socially conscious wedding in which she took all of her wedding guests on a tour, I believe, of the crucial sites related to the Greenwood Massacre in Tulsa. Correct. Um, and it was the most heavy-handed vogue wedding spread that I think I can ever recall. And now here they are getting divorced. I put this in the doc, but I'd like to ask you here live. Is this the most embarrassing celebrity divorce of, of all time? Maybe uh, last 10 years? 
What do you got? It's definitely up there. I mean, I think the other contenders are Britney Spears and Jason Alexander. Um, sure. Also, we should say Britney is getting divorced again. again. And I just, I feel really sad. Uh, that's my comment on that is I feel sad about that Me whole too. situation and I want the best for Britney. Me too. I don't know what that is, but I agree. I want it. Um, so we got Britney and Jason Alexander. Maybe Macaulay Culkin's first marriage to Rachel Minor. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, everyone that, I'm noting is like, I gotta team. be honest, I did not get, and I guess maybe uh, text messages weren't as prevalent to society when <laughs> Macaulay Culkin went through his first divorce, but I didn't get the multiple text messages that I got. I got this Sophia Bush news break from like five different sources, all like personal in my life. And this was like a true Friday afternoon news dump in oh, the absolutely. summer, you know, and it just, everyone was like, wow, what a clown show. Um, because this is a person who just, who was so sanctimonious and frankly tone deaf about the context of her wedding. And then a year later, kaput. And just trying to like slip it under the radar. Yeah. It's also at the same time, um, the major, like the One Tree Hill podcast is like pretty popular for people who care. My yeah. sister-in-law, Ruthie, is is truly devoted to it. One of the great joys of my vacation was getting to break the Sophia Bush divorce news to Ruthie in person. That's that's huge. Well, I will say it's also kind of like well-timed in the, in, among her fans because I would say the bigger story of the moment is Bethany Joy Lenz perfectly, um, pu- publicly working through her participation in a cult. Like, right. she's decided now's the time to do that. And... You know, I you know, given the two options of like which story are people going to pick up, they're probably going to go with cult news because cult news always sells. So it's like just an unbelievable news dump. If if the um, presentation in Vogue had been less, as you said, sanctimonious, it wouldn't be as embarrassing. But that's just not what we're dealing with here. I have to also say this is at least her second divorce because she also was married to Chad Michael Murray very briefly while on One Tree Hill. Like. Listen, sometimes marriages don't work out, and I think that's okay. Maybe sh- some people shouldn't get married. Have a different kind of relationship. Well, I mean, we say that all the time, especially if, like, <laughs> if there's no financial incentive. Totally. You know? Like, maybe you don't need to legally tie it up. But, like, that's a different thing. You need to get divorced. I don't, like, there are people listening who are going through a divorce, and I send my love to them. There's absolutely no shame in it. The shame is in the initial Vogue weddings yes. spread. And putting so much attention on yourself in so many ways that you cannot live up to. Particularly trying to present yourself as like a couple invested in social justice when it turns right. out you're not invested in either of each other. Oh, so right. it's pretty, it's embarrassing. But you know, Sophia Bush, we wish you well, right? Yeah, we do. I don't even know the name of her ex. So him, <laughs> I, you know, he's, he's lucky. He can just fade into obscurity. Maybe Good do luck. Some, something different in the future. Who knows? I just like to everyone. A lot of dumb hats at their at their wedding, and um, that's never great. No, I do believe that they did like fawning anniversary posts on Instagram. They did like three weeks yeah. before. Yeah, that's so really fake. tough. Yeah, so fake. It's brutal. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. 
So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Let's move on. Last we spoke, Jeff Bezos and Lauren Sanchez were um, yachting in the Mediterranean and here we are a few weeks later and they still are yachting in the Mediterranean. Um, new celebrities have joined. A lot has happened. I have a personal anecdote to share. I did not go to the Mediterranean, but I have a friend who did who saw them on their yacht. Wow. I know. What can the friend give us like a scene report? Any firsthand impressions? I believe they were like making out as has been covered sure. extensively. Yeah. And yeah, it's just exactly, it's exactly as it seems in the press. There was, there's no distortion of what they're doing on their yacht in case you're okay. wondering. Okay. <laughs> um, they are now joined by Orlando Bloom and Katie Perry, two of our great yacht yachties. Um, sure. Better photos this time than in 2019. Uh, and <laughs> they seem like they're having a great time. I believe Jeff had a birthday party. I thought it was an engagement party. Oh, sorry. You're right. There was an engagement party. Yeah. Congratulations to them. Um, yeah. I guess if I had the resources, I too would have an engagement party uh, on the Mediterranean. Again, I don't know whether I would do a yacht and I really don't know whether I would make out in a way that paparazzi could catch me. Um, <laughs> but that's that's their prerogative, I suppose. Happy to see Katie Perry and Orlando Bloom still traveling together, still finding their passion, still finding friends to take them on yachts. His appearance, I would never recognize him if I saw him on the streets of Capri. I would just be like, who's this, this fellow? He's just wearing such weird clothes these days. Men's fashion. It's in a weird place. I don't know what to tell you. But like, it just doesn't look good on him. I guess very right. frequently that happens. But yes. anyway, he looks silly. Um, there were some other faces on like their their yacht and also like the boats taking them from the yacht to the, to the harbor that I was like, that looks familiar. It's like, is that Derek Blasberg? There's just like some faces that I'm like, do I know your face or do you just look like friend of rich person face? Cause right. that's like a very specific type. I think it's like the type of person who just like winds up in the, like in yacht season, like in the, in the general Mediterranean area and just keeps waiting for invitations from something to something, a supporting character from the guest. Did you read the guest by Emma Klein? No, I didn't. Should I read it? I, I did. I, I think you should. I okay. do recommend it. We can talk more about it in books. But um, it just, it keeps coming up as an example as we talk about okay. rich people. Um, I'm like, oh, this is like the guest. It's a it's a pretty interesting... Uh, is that the green cover? Yes, it is. Okay. Oh, I, I have it right here, actually. No one else will be able to see this, but here you are. Yes, I saw someone reading it on the beach yesterday. Okay. I'll buy yeah. it. Okay. Um, I'm going to buy that and I'm going to buy The Country of the Blind by Andrew Leland, which is a memoir by um, Andrew Leland, a former colleague of mine, in which he talks about going blind. Um, and also, like, it's partially reported. So I'll be reading those in addition to what I have not told you about. That sounds wonderful. I also wanted to congratulate you um, on spreading the nonfiction gospel to Chris Ryan, oh, who talked you. on The Watch about how he's a fiction guy who's now reading some nonfiction at your recommendation. 
Chris is reading Hellhound on His Trail by Hampton mm-hmm. Sides, which is which ph- you previously recommended. Yeah, yeah, phenomenal. Okay. A lot of people have also read Destiny of the Republic. A lot of people, I mean, like five listeners by Candace Millard. And I just, I, I can't recommend is it. Is that enough. the one about sepsis? Yeah. And then you cried? Yeah, exactly. Okay. The, I cried over the death of James Garfield. Okay. The, in the past few years, I've really spent a lot of time mourning the breakup of the Beatles and the death of James Garfield. Both happened yeah. before I was born. Listen, just it's <laughs> you're on your own schedule, you know? Thank you, Amanda. <laughs> Emotions come when they come and we have to accept them. So right. All right. Let's keep it moving. Next, um, Kiki Palmer and Usher collabed for the music video for Usher's song Boyfriend. It is a commentary on um, Kiki Palmer going on stage at at Usher's residency, which got Kiki Palmer's baby daddy to make some obnoxious comments. And hey, it's a great music video. I thought this was perfect. I thought she's this so was good in it. Like she's wonderful. Her dancing like, is so good. Great concept, great execution, delightful. It does seem that the baby daddy has um that she and the baby daddy are no longer together as we speculated the last time we talked about this and he is like giving sad interviews to people and meanwhile she is just being amazing. And there's like it's it's a very specific like explicit reference to the whole situation at the end she like makes a joke quoting his tweet and like weeks at the camera i'm just, i'm a fan it was delightful some other moments i really liked um i her dancing is phenomenal usher is you know famously a great dancer so when you are distracting from usher it's like wow you're really talented yes exactly and i also liked the interlude in the elevator when they're listening to usher, like an old usher song um i think it was you remind me and that was just like such a classic moment also we're uh, brought to mind for me how pervasive the elevator is as like a, a space in mass culture. And um, <laughs> that's for my dissertation in my next lifestyle. <laughs> Amanda is so horrified by this comment that no, she's I'm fallen out of frame. I just like sometimes I <laughs> know that I'm not doing enough to archive the Juliet moments as they happen, <laughs> you know, and that that was an all timer. It's really brought to mind to me the space of the elevator in uh, mass culture. You're not wrong. <laughs> and I need to start a little journal or something, you know, and then when we're 80, I can publish it and I can just be like, you know, my my days with Juliet and it'll just be all the weird shit you watched on YouTube. And I'm going to give you five elevator moments off the dome. Are you ready? No, let's hear it. Jay-Z, Beyonce and Solange. Obviously. Leaving the Met Gala, obviously. Um, The entire history of McDreamy and Meredith Grey. Okay, I didn't remember that, but now that you say it, sure. It's a huge part of Grey's Anatomy. Sure. Um, A huge part of one of our favorite films, George Clooney and uh, Matt Damon breaking out of the elevator in Ocean's Eleven. Yes. That's a, a, a great one. Um, hmm. Here I am at three. I'm going to think of two more really quick. But those were the first thing that came to mind. And let me tell you, they're all great. All doctor shows, the elevator is really important as like they're moving gurneys up and down. So I mean, there was in, in movies and TV shows, yeah, it's, a huge it's like a, it's an intuitive space where you have to keep characters together. Are like confined together. So it's a like great like sort of conflict or like story uh, tool. I get it. Also, lol. And I look forward to your dissertation. <laughs> like maybe we can, maybe you can publish your dissertation and I'll publish like my journals of all of your weird ideas simultaneously. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're really welcome. All right, let's move on. Next, um, we haven't talked about Meghan Markle in a while. And just a PSA, everybody. She was seen wearing a stress patch. It's called like new something and you something. Um, and it's not sponsored. Just want everyone to know. 
allegedly. I, I just, it's not according to the company in question. They released a press release saying it was not paid. I saw these photos. I thought that her scarf was tied very jauntily and I made a mental note for my own life. And then I was like, oh, that is a sp- sponsored photo for whatever that is on her wrist. And I saw someone else on the internet point out that even like the jacket was like slightly cuffed so that you could see the patch. (laughs) And it was like in a very awkward position, but I just, no judgment even. I was just like such an obvious to me photo, like set up photo for this very weird thing. I, I guess it's, I guess it's not. I guess she's doing it on her own terms. Yeah. The, the other information that's just out there at the moment about Megan and Harry feels very specific. Like we know he's on tour with Nacho. She went out for her birthday to see Barbie. Um, And then the other thing that caught my eye is there has been a lot of social media and also just press coverage of Megan and Harry going out for dinner with Megan in this striped dress. That's like a, um, a tube Mm -hmm. dress. It's, it's very it's very black black and white stripes um like they're like thick stripes and then i saw that katie holmes was wearing the dress as well and that also um disgraced influencer ariel charnas was also wearing it and oh, okay she's from something navy i think right that sounds right i'm pretty sure she is um so i was just like oh and the dress is not available yet you can pre-order it it's made by this label called posse that i'd never heard of okay and i was like well, okay, now you have, which is the point of them sending right. the dress to all of these people. And page yes. and I page six like linked to it, but I'm just like, oh, so that dress was probably free. And they're like, yeah, sure, I'll wear it. Yeah. To page six also it. recently featured like another shirt. It was like a sleeveless turtleneck, whatever, that she was wearing that got posted on Dumois, but is from a a influencer brand called Anine Bing that oh yeah I, it was like the same thing and so it does didn't we see you, a lot of that in Stockholm Amanda Anine Bing yes we did and in, in the in the department stores and I thought about trying something on and then I was like I'm not 23 anyway it <laughs> does seem like the credits are being circulated a bit more if you will <laughs> and Megan signed with WME a few months ago. I've uh, there are rumors that she's also going to rejoin Instagram. It does seem like the new era of Megan is like is percolating, if you will. It's the new. It's like the new adventures of old Megan, right? It's like back to sure. the tig. Yeah, and back which to, is fine. Oh yeah, of course. That's like influencer lifestyle, and also yeah. like the tig had substance to it, so of a kind. Um, <laughs> so. I just think it's, I just think it's like noteworthy because all, all of the photos are like, just seem deliberate. Um, and there's very quickly like, po- I follow what Megan wore the Instagram account and like, okay. it pretty quickly has the information on what she's wearing. Like, and, and page six also, uh, very quickly yeah. has all of the information. We haven't talked about the page six redesign, by the way, just like, uh, uh, throwing this into the rundown. Very stressful to me. Okay. A couple problems I'm having with page six, which okay. I read a few times a day. Number sure. one. A few years ago, maybe two years ago now, someone from the Daily Mail came to run page six. And the new headline style is very Daily Mail. It's like very alarmist. It's very negative. It's right. Very- it, it has the thing of like, how can we connect someone yeah. to like someone they've never heard of, like misdeeds, you know? Like, yeah. Exactly. And like, it's just really, it's just, I don't like it. I liked the more tongue in cheek and sort of like, you know, let letting the absurdity um, sell itself. I'm not. I'm not as into this. Also, 
I don't like the one hero image in my viewport when I land on the screen. I agree. I'm going for efficiency. I need as many things as possible. And then if you read on your phone, the ad server is so poor that it's constantly refreshing the page. Yeah. And it's really hard to read. That's a huge problem. I don't have an ad blocker on my phone. I'm doing you a favor by having your stupid ad serve to me. Like, please don't keep refreshing the page. And then number two, they just go really hard on one topic instead of like a bunch of different ones. It's also very Daily Mail. Like, here are four stories on Britney Spears today. And I want I want more of a grab bag. I want to know like what's happening in the Hamptons. I want to know what's happening in Malibu. I want to know what's happening, you know, in all these different places, not just what's happening with Britney Spears. So page six, hope you're listening. I completely agree with you. I think you and I both know that's no longer how the internet works, which is a real shame. Uh, but yeah, I miss the jaunty like New York yeah, local, like written by a person sort of Me too. aspect of the page of page six, even though, you know, they were often not a very respectful person. Yeah. But it was like someone who's like perusing the, the photo wire and is like, all right, here's my story idea. I got it. And it's like, yeah. did Katie Holmes rip off Meghan Markle's style or like, you know, something stupid like that. Yeah. No, but I gotta say Katie Holmes, another dissertation I'd like to write is the evolution of her street style. I mean, I would love to know who's styling her. Uh, she looked good in the dress. She wore it with high, she high top uh, Converse. She is like both tuned in to fashion, like trends, and also is some is usually like somewhat on the forefront of them. So like someone is placing them with Katie. Someone understands that she's going to be paparazzied on the Upper East Side, and it's going to have an effect on sales. And trends. So I would love to know more about that. I agree with you. One thing I also would love to know is how she doesn't get photographed with her daughter. Like she's photographed all the time and she's so good about having Surrey Cruz not be in them. I wonder if that's a condition of their divorce or something. Oh, well, I sort of think it's a condition of the arrangement with the paparazzi that she seems to have like a sort of respectful relationship with. And and that's part of what I was saying when it's like, I, I do think that someone understands that yeah. they send something to her, it's going to be photographed in a certain way. She seems to have worked that out and, and not in a negative way, like maybe it's like as a livable way. But to me, it seems a bit orchestrated because she's always in the same places and it's not like there are a huge number of people on the Upper East Side. Right. So, I you know, that, that's... Especially right I, now in August, I have to say. It would be pretty are, easy to find her. It can work a lot of different <laughs> ways. But the, I kind of think... I also sort of assume it's part of her business now. Probably. Uh, You're is, probably right. It's like... It is one of her major forms of visibility. So if you can control it, it makes sense to me. Let's move on. Okay. Someone else who's controlling their business. Mm -hmm. The dynamic duo of Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. They've put one of their homes on Airbnb. Right. It, so is Ashton Gwen Kutcher an investor in Airbnb? So do you know Gwyneth Paltrow also did this? Yes, I know. So to me, this seems like Airbnb is doing some sort of celebrity campaign, uh, which is not stupid. You know, I, we're here we are talking about it. And I definitely clicked through Gwyneth's home many times. And I guess I clicked through Ashton and Mila's homes. I have to say, I feel familiar I, with their homes. Like even if it's not exactly the same. And by the way, he is an investor in Airbnb. I knew it. Okay. All right. Well, is Gwyneth? I don't know, but he, you know, he's, he's like his famous portfolio. Right. Of course. Congratulations to him. <laughs> um, Th these are like weird one night only deals where you can log on at a certain time, like you're buying Eras tickets and you can book that the house for four nights and only one person's going to do it. 
It seems a little weird to me. I don't know if this is the arrangement in which I'd want to stay in, in Gwyneth Paltrow's guest house and or Ashton and Mila's beach house. But it did get I me like thinking about... Yeah, the pictures are nice. I love seeing what's going on. And I was also like, whose home would I actually want an Airbnb? Or wow. vacation home, I guess. Who, wh- wh- where'd you come up with? I'd love to know. Well, <laughs> the tricky thing is like, I, I don't I don't know because I want an Airbnb like the very elite private homes I don't even know about, you know, like the people who aren't posting because they're too busy, like cultivating an amazing private life on Sardinia, you know, uh, with lots of textiles is kind of, that's what I am interested in. So I feel like for you of the houses we know of George and Amal Clooney's house in Lake Como is probably where you want to be. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The Palazzo. Yes. Probably. Yeah. That sounds nice. Um, I think for me, I very feel very interested in um I think this is this has been sold, but Jackie Kennedy had a, a compound, like a like a really secluded estate on Martha's Vineyard that I, I would have really been interested in. Oh, sure. We did that was listed in the Wall Street Journal. Yeah. Yes. No, that's a great one. Um Mystique, the island mm, where yes. all the royals vacation, you know, I would take any accommodation there. I would also want transportation because, as I understand, it's not easy to get to uh, by public means. My best friend, who you recently met, yeah, has been to Mystique several times. Oh wow! Yeah, and said Good it's for awesome. her. I okay. know. <laughs> I wish I we would, could have talked about that. Oh, I sh- should have mentioned it. Sorry. Okay. Um. Yeah, it seems that seems awesome as well. I mean, like yeah, like Richard Branson's island that would probably be cool. The hot tub that Harry Styles is in. It is pretty accessible, though. It's like, I don't know if you need to Airbnb that. Like, <laughs> you probably just need to find your way as a plus one to a party. You know, he's having blowouts pretty often. Wow, Amanda. Let me know well, when you I'm do that. Saying. I'd love to hear how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for exclusivity, you know? Yeah, it's great. Okay. Um, I think that might be it. I think that's all we've got on our on our action-packed jam session midsummer check-in. Is it the end of summer? You know, it's a crime, the fact that so many places have had school start this week. Like, what's going on? It's August. Yeah, since I don't have a school-aged child yet, I agree. I do also understand, though, the joy of not being responsible for your child 24-7 a day anymore. So that... I Like, I, I see both sides. There's one case in where I see both sides. But I personally, am committed to a summer attitude, at least through Labor Day. Of course. Me too. Are you excited about the U.S. Open? That's coming up. It's big for you. I'm extremely excited. I'm going to be traveling, which I meant to tell you about in terms of our podcast recording (laughs) schedule. Uh, Just FYI, I extended that trip a couple of days because of some some movie scheduling. So I don't know how I'm going to watch the U.S. Open for the first week, but... You'll figure when it I out. When I get back, I'm It's an international event. It is. Um, thank you to our producer, Sasha Ashel, and we will be back next week. <laughs> <laughs>